Hello, I'm Anne Walsh, a lay missionary of the Most Holy Redeemer from St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada. Today is Friday of the 25th week in Ordinary Time. Today we hear from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 9, verses 18 to 22. Once, When Jesus was praying alone with only the disciples near him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? They answered, John the Baptist, but others, Elijah, and still others that one of the ancient prophets has arisen. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered, The Messiah of God. Jesus sternly ordered and commanded them not to tell anyone, saying, The Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Sometimes when we approach a gospel text, it's important to know a little bit about the gospel writer. The gospel of Luke is sometimes called the gospel of prayer. Why? Because in this gospel, before every major event, Jesus prays. In today's gospel, Jesus' prayer seems to prompt him to ask his disciples a very important question. Who do people say that I am? Clearly, Jesus is looking for some feedback on this question. And the disciples don't disappoint him. They answer him, telling him that folks of all kinds of opinions as to who he is, some think he's John the Baptist, Others think he might be the prophet Elijah, and others aren't so clear, but they think he might be another prophet. Then Jesus gets more direct. He puts a very important question directly back to the disciples. He asks those who know him best, who do you say that I am? This time, Peter describes the Jesus he has come to know through walking with him, watching him, learning from him, being taught by him. He tells him, you're the Messiah, the one sent by God, the one we've been waiting for. The two questions posed by Jesus today say something to you and to me about our own growth in relationship with Jesus. Most of us learn about Jesus first by listening to others and what they have to say about him. And that's an important beginning But it's only a beginning. We can't stay there only knowing about Jesus, as important as that is. Every one of us is invited and called by Jesus to move deeper in relationship with him and to make a journey from knowing about Jesus to knowing Jesus. It's not the kind of journey that you or I make on a road, and there is no road map. It's the journey from our heads to our hearts from what others say to what we know. Rather than having a map, we have the assurance that Jesus himself is there, holding out his hand, inviting us to take the next step and walking with us. And the more we follow him, the more we get to know him. Once you say that first yes, the path opens up and Jesus offers you opportunity after opportunity to continue to say yes and to grow in love with him. Let me tell you a story from my own journey. I was brought up in a good Catholic home and brought to Mass every Sunday. I learned my prayers, and in Catholic school, I learned a lot about God and about Jesus. But I don't think that I really knew Jesus or had met him. But then one day, when I was perhaps eight years old, 
my father and I were walking in downtown St. John's. Dad worked down there, near the harbor, in a very old building that was now a wholesale business. Dad was one of those kind of people who knew everybody and could talk to anybody, from the homeless person on the street, to the women who worked the lunch counter at Woolworths, to the businessmen in their fancy suits. That day, while we were walking downtown, we met one of the homeless people who often found shelter from the elements in the alleyways between the big old buildings. Dad knew him and called him by his first name. Hi, Walter. And then he put his hand on my little shoulder and said, say hi, you know this man from church. And I said, hi, Walter. Dad looked at me disapprovingly and simply said, this man is your elder. Show him the respect that he's due. And I rephrased my greeting. Good morning, Mr. Morrissey. I learned something that day about human dignity and about the importance of according each person the dignity that they are due simply as human beings and as children of the one loving God. But on a deeper level, I met Jesus that day. And what's more, I knew it. For the very first time in my young life, I had the feeling that I was in the presence of Jesus when I looked into Mr. Morrissey's kind, smiling, tired eyes. That encounter changed me. It broke something open inside my child's heart and opened me to a lifetime of meeting and recognizing Jesus in people, especially people who are poor, on the margins, hungry, thirsty, or imprisoned, ill-clothed, or discouraged. What about you? Who do people around you say that Jesus is? And more importantly, who do you say that he is? Where have you met him? And how has that encounter shaped and changed you?